Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 331, Friday Flashback. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. I'm Daryl Darnell. Despite trying at least a hundred times before, it only took me three games after I mentioned it on Monday's episode to get three stars on level 138 of two dots. So now I have completed every level with three stars, and I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, we're getting a bit nostalgic as we look back at one of the most popular episodes of Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Well, here we are in the midst of Friday at last, and welcome to the Friday Flashback. Uh, I mentioned last week that we were going to have a Friday Flashback today because I am in Atlanta with my son and a whole bunch of other geeks having fun as part of Dragon Con 2015. And because we are in Atlanta today, I thought it might be a good day to share some fun facts about Atlanta. So here we go. Did you know that Atlanta was originally named Terminus? Now, I thought this was interesting because I haven't watched all of The Walking Dead, but I know enough about The Walking Dead to know that Terminus, at least I think two seasons ago now, uh, was something that was pretty important in the storyline. I won't spoil even what I know because some of you haven't seen it, I'm sure. Uh, and I wonder if they were inspired to name it Terminus because of the history of Atlanta, because they do film the show in Atlanta. So maybe some of you people, so maybe some of you that are more familiar with The Walking Dead can call in and let me know if there is a connection or if it's just a coincidence. All right, fun fact number two, the story got its current name from railroad engineer J. Edgar Thompson. It's believed to be a shortened version of Atlantica Pacifica. And those of you who have ever flown into Atlanta know that Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson Airport is the busiest airport in the world. It's crazy. The Atlanta Braves are the oldest continually operated professional sports franchise in the country. The team started as the Boston Red Stockings in 1871 before it moved to Atlanta in 1966. And lastly, Atlanta is the birthplace of civil rights activist Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who we talked about just a few days ago. And there you have it, fun facts about Atlanta. Well, welcome to Friday. As I said, today's Friday flashback is one that I've been saving for a while. I knew there was a strong possibility that I was going to be traveling this week in September. And when I play a Friday flashback, I typically will look through the statistics of which episodes have been downloaded the most and try to play one of our most popular episodes. I mean, that's what I say in the intro. This one... If I were going by most popular, I would have played it quite a long time ago, two or three or maybe even four episodes ago when we look at how many Friday flashbacks I've played, but I wanted to save it. So that is to say that this really is one of the most popular episodes of all time. And I'm not sure why. I mean, when I look at this episode, I don't say, oh, that is the reason why. There are a number of things that 
it could be. It could be one of those episodes that people liked to share when it first came out. I'm not sure. But it's one that's called Grandparents Day. And this was originally done by Mandy Wickert. And it originally aired on September 25th, 2014. And I saved it for this time frame because Grandparents Day is coming up again just over a week from now. So it's a good reminder for us to think about the important people in our lives, grandparents especially, and maybe think about something that you could do to celebrate Grandparents Day this year, a fun activity that you could do with your grandparents or your kids' grandparents and really make this Grandparents Day a memorable one. So we're going to get to that in just a moment. Before we do, I want to remind you about the Friday Forum. We'll be back with that next week. I do already have a couple of contributions, which I am excited about, but I would love to have a contribution from you as well. So send that in by calling 304-837-2278 or by heading over to goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. There you can upload an audio file, typey typey out an email contribution, or use the speak pipe widget. The choice is yours to send it in however you would like, but I would love to hear from you for next Friday's episode or beyond. If we get more than we can play next week, I'll just keep them in the mailbag and play them at the first available opportunity. All right. Well, have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. And without any further ado, here's Grandparents Day. In 1970, a West Virginia housewife, Mary Ann Lucille Herndon McQuaid, initiated a campaign to set aside a special day just for grandparents. In 1978, five years after its adoption in West Virginia, the United States Congress and President Jimmy Carter passed legislation proclaiming the first Sunday after Labor Day as National Grandparents Day. September was chosen for the holiday to signify the autumn years of life. This year, in 2014, Grandparents Day was celebrated on September 7th. According to www.grandparents-day.com, the National Grandparents Day website, this day has a threefold purpose. To honor grandparents, to give grandparents an opportunity to show love for their children's children, and to help children become aware of the strength, information, and guidance older people can offer. We didn't know about this holiday until after it had passed. But I think celebrating our grandparents is a valuable and worthwhile practice. Fortunately, we were blessed to have some of our kids' grandparents as house guests for the past few weeks. I know many of you have played host before, so maybe you can relate to changes in schedule, attempting to be polite about boundaries, and the challenges of keeping your home clean while there are added bodies and plentiful activities to keep you busy. Some of you may have had house guests who overstayed their welcome. My in-loves are definitely not this type. In case you think you misheard me, I did actually call Clint's parents my in-loves. I call them that because they are so much closer and dearer than in-laws, and they really are the best kind of house guests. If anything, we would have loved for them to stay longer. They are the kind of house guests that help plan dinner, assist with little ones on early mornings, who walk together to the bus stops and laugh into the evenings, the kind that finish huge projects to make your house feel like a home, take out the trash, play go fish, and finish puzzles with the kids, and help you with cleaning, cooking, vacuuming, or preparing for a party all without being asked. They are wonderful grandparents as well. While they were here, we had a huge party, and fortunately my side of the family was able to attend as well. My mom and grandmother brought most of the party with them, actually. They brought cakes, 
cupcakes, deviled eggs, cheese, punch, you name it. My mom always makes the most creative and delicious cakes for my kids' parties, and my kids always look forward to seeing what she'll make for them. I should mention that my mom and grandma did this despite coming straight from work and out of town. My dad also has a huge role in my children's lives, and we look forward to enjoying outside playtime when he's around. I know someday my kids will have to learn to play golf so they can keep up with him on the course, too. We have been fortunate to have phenomenal grandparents on both sides of our family. We feel so blessed and prize our time with them, maybe even more than they know. My husband and I were talking recently and realized that nearly every time we have grandparents around for an extended amount of time, our children were more likely to hit a developmental milestone or learn a new skill. I'm not sure if it's because grandparents have a special eye for seeing emerging skills and encouraging it in a child, or if the added attention that a grandparent provides is enough to bolster a child's confidence enough to try something new, but we've often marveled about how this has been true so far in our children's lives. I realize that we're very blessed with the family that we do have and understand that not everyone has the same family support that we do. But in most people's lives, there are those that serve in the role of grandparent, even if not a biological one. Maybe there's a friend in your church, community, or neighborhood that acts in that capacity for you, offering guidance, support, or a good story from time to time. These people can be just as influential in your children's or in your own lives if you'll let them. We've also faced heartache as our own grandparents' health has deteriorated, and the challenges of daily life in a fast-paced, high-tech world have become more difficult. This year, my dad's mother, my children's great-grandmother, passed away. She recently suffered a major stroke that left her weak and unable to communicate or eat well. It was heartbreaking to watch her decline, and I know as the upcoming holidays approach, our family will really feel her absence. I think as parents, we don't yet have a lot of experience with our kids, and we can get caught up with the day-to-day activities and busyness of life. Sometimes it takes the wisdom, experience, and outside perspective a grandparent figure can offer to speak into our lives and our children's lives in monumental ways. As I continue to grow in my role as a parent, I've turned many times to the instruction I had as a child and have asked for guidance on innumerable occasions. My children have grown to respect and admire their grandparents for their accomplishments, their ability to really listen, and for the compassion and love that they show towards them. They love to trade stories and show off new tricks and talents and don't even mind when I take a picture or ten, as long as it's going to their grandparents. Along with grandparents, we should not forget to celebrate those in nursing homes or alone in their own homes who are unable to be with their families or those who have no families to reach out to. Having worked in a skilled nursing facility, I've seen far too many lonely people who really could have benefited from a card or casual chat. They're a wealth of knowledge and history and many long for a friendly conversation. I promise you'll be as blessed by them as they are by you if you'll just give them a chance. Here's what I learned. Although Grandparents' Day has passed this year, there is never a bad time to celebrate our heritage, discover our roots, or share a story and smile with an elder. Everyone is, after all, a grandchild. I'm thankful we were able to celebrate with our kids' grandparents recently and hope that their influence in my children's lives continues to be prolific and long-lasting. My hope is that you can take a moment to reflect on your parents and grandparent figures and appreciate the impact they've had on your life and, if applicable, your children's lives send a card, write a letter, or call them on the phone and let them know that they are valuable and appreciated. If you're able, reach out to someone in your neighborhood, church, or local nursing home. And also, don't forget to start marking Grandparents Day on your calendars. Next year, it's on Sunday, September 13th.
spread the word. I'm Mandy Wickert, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit goldenspiralmedia.com slash subscribe. If you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I'd be grateful if you'd leave a review in iTunes at www.goldenspiralmedia.com slash iTunes.